Episode 67 and it's team announcement day for archery ahead of this summer's games. Next week I'll be talking to Naomi Folkard. Naomi, since Rio, has become a mum and this will be her fifth Olympic Games. But if you've been listening to this series you'll know that the GB number one male archer Patrick Houston has been joining us every few weeks taking us inside his fascinating training methods. Well, it's paid off. He's becoming a two-time Olympian and has been showing me around his archery club, Bowbrook, in Shropshire. So we're here down at Bowbrook Archers in uh, Roddington in the middle of Shropshire. They bought a, I'm not quite sure the size of it, it was about 300 metre long field um, back in 2007, I believe. We've now got a wonderful indoor clubhouse built by uh, Lottery Lottery Funding, Sport England there. So we've got 18 metres in there for a full line. I think you can get up to 25 metres. Toilets in there as well, as well as some equipment sheds. And then out here, I think we can have up to 24 targets along the entire field. It's all spaced out and it's all COVID secure. And there's, yeah, little else I could ask for, really, for a club. What a setting as well. That's the Recon... Yeah, we're out in the middle of the countryside and there's a beautiful view up to the Recon, which is the one of the big hills beside beside Telford there. And yeah, it's it's quiet, you hear the birds singing. A summer evening here, nice calm weather, sun sunset in the evening, it's absolutely beautiful. You're at home then in Shropshire? Yeah, definitely. I I'm I'm very happy living here. Um I moved over to wherever the National Sports Centre was going to be and frankly I'm very happy that it turned out to be turned out to be just outside Telford in the middle of Shropshire. I'm happy to live here. There's greenery everywhere even in Telford the main city there's greenery everywhere you go five minutes any place you are you can be in a bit of woodland so it's serious business today uh, you've been named officially named as part of the team GB squad for your second Olympic Games what does today mean to you well being part of the the, the second um, second Olympic Games is just absolutely fantastic I'm, I'm super proud to be on the team you know we've got a fantastic team going with it to Tokyo and I'm I'm just incredibly proud to be on it it means an awful lot that I've spent another well, five years now instead of four and um, being a professional athlete and then to to make it onto my next Olympic team well it shows them going the right direction yeah and the day itself you know what, what about the the actual day when you get the letter or the car I don't know how do you get informed these days well, to me, it finished when I shot the last arrow of my the, the last qualification round that got me past the point that I couldn't be overtaken. But at that point, that's me qualified for the Olympics. I've been buzzing ever since, really. Yeah. Like, the rest of it's just formalities. I'll be quite happy when we get the kit. But um, really, and, and even that point in the selection, it wasn't the end of selection. It wasn't like I finished selection and went, oh, fantastic. Most of the way through, I got to a point where I couldn't be overtaken, and that, that was me on the team, so... I, Buzzing, fantastic. Yeah, is it? A, I suppose really, it's expected, isn't it? It was expected of you. Is it relief when you you do that? Do you? Oh, definitely. Change? Yeah. yeah, I was pretty. I, arguably, I, there were still levels of nerves and, and and concern. And what if it doesn't happen? You, we've got fantastic. There's fantastic depth. There was one point one of my friends came fifth with a six seventy three, which. It's a ridiculously high score for compared to what we've been shooting for years. Few of us have been over that very regularly. So for that to be fifth halfway through the selection shoot, you know, the standard was really very, very high. I was fairly confident going into it. My shooting had been coming on really, really well. I'd done some last little bits and pieces to get myself dialed in and focused in for for the competition, and that had come together really well. I'd shot some of my best practice scores the two, three days beforehand, but there were still some serious nerves there. This is still the well, normally we'd have a selection shoot, you know, we've got a pile of indoor tournaments, some outdoor tournaments, and then a selection shoot. This is my first major tournament since, frankly, the European Games back in June 2019. Just thinking back, 
Uh, I was at, with you at uh, the preparation camp in Bello uh, and at the Games and at the European Games a few years ago. You certainly seem to be a, a more relaxed and assured Patrick these mm. days. I don't know. Do you feel you've changed? Yeah, there's definite, there's definite um, definite changes in my confidence. Previously, it was a very... Um, I have to be standing on the rooftop shouting it, and um, whereas now I'm I'm confident of my abilities and confident that I can deliver and perform. There's been so much consistent delivery over the past while that I've, and when I need to, you know, the scores are there and the performances are there to qualify for the Olympics, silver medal at the European Games in the mixed team, various these other things. We've got a mixed team bronze 2017. This performance my ability to turn on my performance and be where I need to. I've been consistently on the team for years now. That. It just means that I know that I can, and particularly with the work I've been doing on myself physically the past while, my body is ready for it more so than it ever has been before, to make it easy for me like it never has been before, which means that my ability to dial it up and perform when needs to, it's almost guaranteed. Now, so long as, in my view, I keep shooting, so long as I don't stop archery, that standard will be there, and I'm, I'm happy and confident in myself to, to continue performing that. You do. You look in great shape. I mean, that's the, the physical difference, isn't it? Over the last two, two years or so, you've really... You, you know, your body's changed. You, you look like you could be taking part in virtually any physical sport, really. Well, thank you very much for that. It means an awful lot, particularly coming from a sports journalist like yourself. Yes, I've put an awful lot of work into my, my physique. Um, in the, the, the last sort of two weeks before the selection shoot, I was having a chat with my fiancé about, I need to stop doing this, just body-changing things. I need to stop rolling my feet and pressing on my calves and massaging my neck and stretching and doing all of this stuff that I do constantly on an almost daily basis, well, a daily basis, frankly. Um, you know, If I have a rest day and I'm not shooting, I could probably spend eight to ten hours doing something which is putting some form of load on my body to create changes towards being a more optimal and physical human being so it's fantastic to hear that that, that those results have come out and through rope flow and the the whack method stuff that i've been doing and all these various other various other avenues yes i'm definitely a Previously, I wouldn't have really thought of myself as an athlete. I was just a bloke that did archery and was maybe quite strong. Now, now I'm an athlete. Um, yeah, just tell us about this year, how it's been for you. You've had COVID. You had a few weeks off training. Have you got any effects of COVID still? How has it affected you? So this year's been a little bit weird for, for all of us. And frankly, I think the, the, uh, the hardest element was being cut out of the Olympic trials just before they began last year. I think we were four days away from the Olympic trials and then having to wait an entire year for that to come back around again, never mind all the, the strange stuff that's going on. Um, I had COVID myself during during that time, just quite recently really, in, in January this year. Thankfully, no, uh, no serious effects. I had some bad headaches for a while, little stuff with my eyes. They lasted for maybe a couple of weeks after I finished it, but um, thankfully all's well. Being fit and healthy, Gave me gave me a good head, head start on that. What does it mean to you to be a two-time Olympian? Being a two-time Olympian is something I'm incredibly proud of. You know, it means so much to, to wear my flag on my chest and to go out and represent my country and to do it, you know, for a second time. After Rio, I said I wasn't going to be going back to back to the, the Olympics without a team. And I'm coming back with an entire full men's team and a full women's team. So to bring them along with me and to bring these people that I've spent the past Olympic cycle with, it means the absolute world to me to be going in as one of the, the elders on the team, not quite at five Olympics like Miss Naomi Falkard. Incredible achievement. Um, but I, I'm, just, I'm just proud. 
I'm happy to be there. I'm happy to be out representing my country, representing my teammates, my, my club mates and my friends. What do you want to come back from Tokyo with? Double gold medal. How achievable is that? Pretty achievable. I've done multiple double gold medals at international events before. I've taken an individual and mixed team world title at my first ever World, world Youth Championships. I've done it at a world ranking event as well. Many other events I've come away with individual and team team medals. And frankly, we're a team, we're a team sport nowadays in archery. We're approaching things really as a team, um, team structure. And that's something that I absolutely love. I really enjoy working with my teammates. We've got a fantastic standard. For the past few years, we've been outperforming our staff standard as it were in terms of the the medals we've been bringing back and going into the olympics we've taken a higher standard in terms of the ability in our in archery than we've ever had before so we're taking this really high standard of archery along with this high performing team standard and both on the the individual sorry the, the men's team side and the mixed team side we've got tremendous depth and strength in our women's team and i look forward to working with whoever comes out top top of them obviously me qualifying first in the uh, the men's side i look forward to coming away with uh, with quite a quite a bit of bling from the tokyo olympics Thanks for inviting me here today. It's a beautiful place. I could stay, I could stay all week, I think, Patrick. Uh, great to see you face to face. And um, yeah, all the best with uh, collecting that kit, putting it on and getting out there and, and doing the business over in Tokyo. Much appreciated, Mark. Thanks a lot. And that's Patrick Houston at his club, Bowbrook in Shropshire. And congratulations to all those named on the teams today. Um, tomorrow, I'll be talking to a number of members of the British Canoeing uh, canoe slalom teams down at Lee Valley Whitewater Centre. In the meantime, just a reminder that I'm raising funds by making these podcasts for Maggie's Cancer Centres. If you'd like to make a small donation, then have a look at the show notes. It'll show you how. Or if you go to justgiving.com and search Destination Tokyo, you'll find the details there. And uh, any small amount would be much appreciated. In the meantime, thanks very much for listening today, and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.